This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's Thursday, and we're back on the podcast. We're just having an interesting discussion with Ronick. But you know what? We're moving past it. That is Why our would goal. you tease it like if that you when have you know we're not talking about it? We are trying to fire up. We want the passion for Ronick. We just want him to be fired up about life. Any Guys, suggestions, email the show. That's no. the open. Ronick's going to cut this whole open. You have met the majority. Ronick is doing great. You've met the majority of our fans at shows. And I want you to tell me the truth. How many of them are more like Ronick or more like ourselves? I'm saying I'm a very passionate. I'm a very passionate. Just because yep. my passion is more kind is not me. Yep. I'm just I'm not as passionate. I'm just saying there's Big. much more mild mannered guys out there. The guys listening are like, oh yeah. I like what about Ronick. that mailbag segment? <laughs> yeah, what All about right. it? You put We're it up too jump. late. Are we doing the preview or the big picture? What do we do first? We, we first. always do a preview. I got the day of the week right, by the way. So <laughs> this is the best show so far. <laughs> <laughs> History of shows. Beat that Carl Lewis. <laughs> I don't think we'll guys go. are going to get that reference either. They shouldn't. Only fans. Uh, so we're going to do some Tua Ben Simmons talk. Though That's kind of our big picture. Tua and Simmons. A little spin on both of those guys. We have three games I thought were interesting this week from a hobby perspective in the NFL. There's a, a liner here that says greatest flips. I said pre-show. Oh, yeah, I know about that. That was my way to get Jesse to stop <laughs> talking about it. I didn't realize it was on the show. So that's all Jesse. Sure. Bowman Chrome released yesterday for you card nerds like myself. I included myself. Don't get offended. Don't email Nerd. me if you are. Um, we'll do a breakdown of that. It's one day old, but I, I do really, really like that product. Uh, we've got some weird, like some cool Tom Brady stuff I want to talk about. And then just a couple other nonsense notes, I guess. So, And then mailbag. And then mailbag. Right? That's right, buddy. You ready to get this party started? What it? Real quick, then we will. I've noticed you have the length of the hair on the right side of your head. Your right, my left. You've got like a whole thing coming down to your ear. If you're going to do the fluff, the the poof, you're going to want all the long hair over to the ones the same side. What happened? Let me explain for people who can't see. uh, I'm growing out the top of my hair, but keeping the sides very short. However, if you'll notice, watch this mic. Flipping it, flip, it, there you go. There, it the over. part actually got messed up because I had headset on. You'll be able today. to see that. We're gonna have a breakout yep. clip. You'll see this. <laughs> Speaking of breakout clips, next time we get them, I think we need to post them immediately because we posted a thing a day late. To talk. This is on us, ironic, not you. Our fault. Oh, the two. Of the things. Instagram clip went up after it was already announced. So go ahead and get into your big picture. Be better at your job, Jesse. And I think we're all good. Oh my god, I. You know I cannot just let things like that slide. However, I will say I am all about posting things right away, but we cannot be posting like we have been where like I post something, then Indy posts something 10 minutes later, then you post something like 40 minutes later. 
like we gotta just spread it out. That's all. Communication breakdown. Hey, I you guys about to post something? I'll post something. Okay, cool. Big picture. First time with this energy drink by the monster. Big picture. Okay, I had to buy We're, these. Hey, hey, let me ask you something. I wish I got them free. God, big picture. Excited. Are you ready for a big picture? Simmons to a card show. Have you ever brought Simmons to a card show? That's the name of this segment. I've never met Bill. It's the so Simmons to a card show. That's what I we're talking see about. What you did there. Very witty. <laughs> we're having fun already. So on Monday, I was working <laughs> under the assumption Tua had bruised ribs. I was not overreacting and panicking. What is the official fractured ribs, broken ribs? Has has it has it started a panic? I'm just curious. Uh, yes, fractured ribs is what they're saying at this point. They they even tested. They said like after they initially looked, it didn't look like they were uh, fractured. But now that they've gone a little bit longer. It looks like fracture, and they are not sure how long he is going to miss. Definitely not this week. I had heard originally four to six weeks. So you have his card values, by the way. And I, I, So I ended up buying two Tua's. Two Tua's. Tuesday <laughs> night, I bought an Optic Hollow Silver SGC10. A couple weeks ago, that card was doing about 150 to 175 bucks. The most recent comp was 102 I'm not saying that's indicative of his whole market, but some of his stuff has come way down. So I did buy that, and I bought a Prism PSA 9 cheap. 100 bucks for the pair. I was happy to get them both. I am not going to be actively buying any Tua's for the next few weeks. I'm not selling anything either at the dip. Are you seeing a dip, by the way, across the board with him or what? There is a dip, not as devastating as you might think, because there was already, I think a lot of it was already factored and priced in from the rib injury to begin with. Um, so... While we talked about this, I think, did we give prices on Monday show? I don't remember. Um, bottom line is, let's let's say, for example, we're looking at um, the Tua 2020 Prism card. Um, so 2020 Prism PSA 10, uh, this card, as of right before the injury was selling for about 200, or I'm sorry, $172. That's a um, PSA 10, huh? PSA 10. Actually, this sure. is showing a little off. Excuse me. It was selling for $234 after the injury. It dropped down to $172. So about $50, uh, $60 drop. Now, then, 25%. Since then, it has only dropped down to $155. So only another $16, $17. So, so another 10%. So, so for that card, about 30 to 35% drop since it's happened. Yes. Yeah. Just but so not as sell- devastating because I would have thought more so knowing he's going to be gone because we thought he was going to be gone. What? Like a game. And now it's like, no, he's going to be gone a quarter or a third they of the season. Absolutely pathetic. Here, here, so here's my here is my strategy, too, because two was one of the guys I built up. So um, Tua, feel free to heal quickly and come back so I can cash out. I would appreciate it. I was high on Tua. I still like Tua as a longer term. But say, for example, I haven't seen anything more official than what you read. So let's just say he's out six weeks. They're one and one. They have a, they have a couple tough games. So they have some garbage games. But the Dolphins look pretty pathetic. So if they go one and five and he comes back week eight, let's say, just hypothetical, and they're two and six at that point, I'm not sure. Like in three weeks from now, if they are 0 and three without him, they're then one and four, you know, total record. Doesn't look like two has come back for another three or four weeks and the buzz has died down. I don't think there's any, honestly, I don't know that I would buy any to a card at that point. I think I would wait until I actually see him on the field to, to invest again. Um, one thing I'm not going to do, I will not sell. Even if he doesn't, re- if something goes crazy and he doesn't return at all this year, 
I'll hold and, and see what happens next year. I still think there's a possibility to sell what you have. I wouldn't sell cheap right now. I would wait. I would wait. The other side of the coin, though, is say the say they again six weeks out. Say they're three and three with him gone. He comes back and they're four and four, still in the hunt for a playoff, like for a wild card. And then he comes back. If I thought the team was going to maintain a 500 record until he comes back three, four, five weeks from now, I would actually start buying up again if the prices are low. So I'm I'm not over. I'm not actually crushed about two. I think he's still going to come back this year and play good. I mean, it's bruised. It's fractured ribs. Like I don't. It's not the end of the world. So. I have I do find this interesting. So we were talking about this right before, and you had mentioned you don't know you don't even know who the backup quarterback is. Yeah, who's the is. backup? Jacoby. Jacoby. Oh, Jacoby Brissett. Sure. Yep. So uh, I don't think we looked at the, these values before. So right before the injury, his card was uh, his 2016 Prism PSA 10 was selling for forty dollars. It went That's up a to Patriots uniform hundred and fifty dollars. Um, so that's ridiculous. Not, I'm curious not how many sales are, there are. Of well, that that's price. the thing. Not many because there's only a pop count of 63 of the PSA. So unless you there's a ton graded over at BGS or SGC, then, yeah, there's probably not a lot of sales going on. Yeah, I'm not buying Jacoby Brissett for any reason under any circumstance, but I am going to kind of stand. Well, not at that price. Yeah, no, uh, but I'm going to wait around and see what Tua does. Like the, what's the team do without him? What's his return timeline? Now, if they come out next week and, hey, he's going to miss two games, I would actually buy the dip right now. But I just need to hear something more conclusive. But the only thing concrete in my mind is I am not, I'm not replacing you as co-host and I'm not selling Tua. Why would that even need to be? I had to sneak that in there. I could see your wandering baby blue. You were not paying it. That's okay. What you know are we what? doing next? I was then? looking at two of values on other Look cards to see guy. if there's any other drop. You know, no, I don't have to stick up for myself. That's why I've you're not being replaced. Of, I've got JG Mafia. A lot of people like me, okay? They like me for me and the things I say, not because I mess up words a lot. Sure. All right. Now then, now that we've gone to uh, the card show, let's get Simmons out there. <laughs> I have so much fun. Uh, ben Simmons, Mike, what's the deal? He ain't playing where he's playing no more. It's not that I hate you. It's just that I, it's the, there's things you do, and it makes me question where, I at my, where I'm at in my life. Sure. Uh, so here was the original statement. I think this came out two days ago uh, from Adrian Wojnarowski, senior NBA insider, I mean, authority on basketball. 76ers all-star Ben Simmons will not report for opening of training camp next week and intends to never play another game for the franchise. Ooh. What does that mean, by the way? He just, like, he doesn't like the people there, or he's just so adamant that he deserves to play on a better team? No, no, no. He just I, a lot of this stems from the fact that he got destroyed after his horrible performance in the Eastern Conference Finals oh, against okay. the Bucks. That's not true. Against not the Bucks. They lost to the Hawks. It wasn't even the finals. Ronick, you better get in here. <laughs> Ronick, they, they lost to Atlanta. They lost to Atlanta. They lost. That's right. They lost go. game seven to Atlanta. And he missed like a wide open dunk. Like he was like afraid to shoot. Just and his free throw shooting was terrible. At the end of the day, he is still an all-star. I would argue as good as any wing defender in the league. His offense needs to improve. But that was the number one seed in the East. This is weird. So his stuff dropped dramatically after the playoffs. Do you have like a timeline here? Like the last three months especially? Yeah. Um, sure. Why do you have to make fun of me, Mike? I I'm, just, not, I'm I confirming said, yeah. what you said. said yeah. um, we, so last three months. Um, let's Give see. those numbers real... to a me. Leave it to me, you dumb jock. Simmer. All right. 
Leave the Tolkien references to me, dumb Joe. All right, go ahead. I'm so sorry. All right. Um, he had a weird spike back in June, but other than that, I'm not even going to count it. Um, no, I want to know. Yeah, we want post playoffs, that big drop. Yeah. So um, right after he got, they got eliminated. They started dropping. So he was selling around two. I'm um, sorry. Um, right around 400, 425. Afterward, care to he, share what card you're talking about? Or? Yeah, no, that'd be cool. Sure. Uh, 2016 Prism, BSA okay. 10. Um, decent pop count, 1300. Plenty of sales, and it low dropped. for Prism though. By the way, very low for Prism. Back oh, then it wasn't yeah. overproduced. That's a nice. Okay. Um, so it dropped down to let's see, around June, July time, it was selling for about 175. That's about the the low point, 150 to 175. Um, it has since come back up from there, though. And right before this little news, actually, when did, when did the news come out? Was it Monday or Tuesday? I mean, there's been rumors, but I believe that came out two days ago. Like he was adamantly not coming back. So there's something weird. Like there was a big drop in his pricing, uh, like maybe a week before that, maybe two weeks before that, because he had jumped back up to $250 with a number of sales up in that range. And then um, really nothing from September 8th, which is weird because he's his cards have been selling almost every day. So from September 8th to September 17th, there wasn't any a single card noted on card ladder. Um, and it dropped down to uh, $283. So, so where's that at right now? 183 Yep. Yeah. So I'm. Uh, this is another guy. Like, I'm very intrigued where he goes. I actually have not even heard. Ronick, have you even heard, like, rumors of where he's going, by the way? I, I haven't even heard rumors. Yeah, people have said uh, Sacramento, Portland. Oh, um, it, it, there's not a lot of options. I'll tell you right now, if that guy gets traded to Portland or Sacramento, you can kiss his hobby value goodbye. That would be brutal. Absolutely brutal. Not to mention the fact that at this point, there's not a lot of leverage for the team. I don't know. That I, w- I would wait and see what happens with Ben before I would invest anymore. I would also wait and see what happens before I sell him. Again, he's another one I would just be patient with because if he gets traded to a good situation, who knows? You know, somebody comes in late and, and, and gets him in a trade. Fantastic. But neither one of those. Oper- I mean, Portland and Sacramento. That's rough. The flip side of this, too, is who are they bringing back? The team has no leverage now because he said he's leaving. He's not playing again. You know, he's their second best player behind Embiid. Like, that's that's that team's going to struggle next year without him and without a legit replacement. So I don't love the Sixers next year in general if he's leaving. I did originally with him there because I thought they were this close. You know, maybe the kid can improve his shooting a little bit. Simmons is weird to me, man. Yeah. So I, I, Simmons is not a free agent, right? So no, he, he just he's just refusing. He's just play. demanding a trade. I think he's under contract two or three more years. So in base, best case scenario, he's I mean, at this point, it looks like he gets traded for Lillard. Is that what you're thinking? I, I mean, best case scenario for Philly. But if you're Portland, I mean, first of all, why would you ever want Simmons instead of Lillard? And I, yeah, yeah. Granted, I'm also not really caught up on the rumor mill. I, I have no idea what the actual talks are aside from what Ronnie That's just what I, told us. I did us. Like a, a quick search, and yeah, there. Everybody's talking about Blazers um, for the most part. I just, man, you'd have to give up some serious draft capital or something to get. Dream scenario for Embiid, though. You put Damian Lillard, Lillard on that team. I wish he would change his last name. Yeah, jerks. What do we reach out to about that? <laughs> if that were the case, I would be all in on Dame stuff because that would be a scary 
first of all, that would be a ridiculous shift of power to the East, which is already really good. But him and Embiid and the rest of that team, that would be a scary team. Like, if he's on that team last year instead of Simmons, they probably win the championship. So what happens if, like, 76ers are like, no, not trading you? I don't know. That I have no idea. I mean, you find the guy for not showing up, not playing. He doesn't get paid, I guess. I don't know how it helps you on the floor, though. Yeah. And then at what point does that situation get rectified? It's bad news for, I'll tell you this, it's bad news for his hobby stuff. People are so down on him anyways. Not good. I thought there would be a chance, like, if you started hearing, like, hey, you know, some team out of nowhere is really thinking about getting involved. Like Golden State, I think, shut it down last week. Like, hey, we're, he just doesn't fit our system. You told me he was going to Golden State. I'm in. I think that's a legit championship contender. But Sacramento and Portland, yikes. It just it makes me question, like, how that works as far as if he does it, what stops anybody from doing like, hey, I just don't want to play anymore. So trade like, me legally, if you just stop showing up for the show, I just stop paying you, right? I mean, technically, yeah. But if we're talking him, I feel like we're, we're going down a rabbit hole. If he comes, he decides to do this, and they say, yeah, let's just trade him. What stops any other NBA player from doing the same thing? Players have done it in the past, yeah. I mean, it happened with James Harden last year. He forced his way out of Houston. So, Oh, yeah, I remember hearing about that one. Yeah, I don't hey, know. That's a, funny to Forrest me. would say, it happens. <laughs> Thank Nailed. You. Tom Thank Hanks, you. Office. We've got those two references down. Next one. Uh, is that it for that? Um, that is all for the Simmons to, uh They've gone to the card show. They succeeded. That was, a very, that was an underwhelming big pick. Not because of you, because of Mima. That was an underwhelming big picture. We had a lot going on. We had meetings. There was a lot going on. Save for the show. Just, I'm No, don't talk about it. All right, what do you get next? Uh, okay, so Andy posted this, and I love this idea. Um, I think he put it up in a few different of our social spots, but you guys have responded just like crazy. I don't know how many comments are actually on here. Swimmingly. The, swimmingly would be the best adjective. Yes. Um, what is your greatest card flip of all time was the question. And I wanted to pose the question to you first, Michael. What is your greatest card flip? Because I want to go over some of these because I just think some of them are absolutely incredible. Give me some of those because I'm not prepped for this at all. Maybe it'll jog my memory. <laughs> Let me give you mine first. So Wish I traded I some show. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. I'm, I'm glad we didn't. This is perfect. I traded a Phil Mickelson card for 120 for a Beau Bichette, which was $70. That was probably the trade where I lost the least amount of money on it. So that's my best. Um, the Some of these, okay. So Just to be clear, so you're not giving buy-sell advice <laughs> on this show. Is that, that's what I'm hearing, I'm right? not giving trade you're advice. You're doing so good. Yeah, not kill it. Trade you're, doing, advice. you're doing it. Okay. Um, the flip, so what the are flip some is not my game. Um, all right. So let's say uh, this one. this one's good in your wheelhouse paid 3750 and this is from McKeck sports cards uh paid 3750 for a magic bird rc psa 8 in january that's sold it sold into the bubble six weeks later for 13750 which has got to be the highest sale for that card uh that's a good that's a great flip don't get me wrong i would have you know i paid 792 dollars for that exact card however i didn't sell it so I will 10x, more than 10x my money when I sell. I didn't sell it. Um, Great flip by that guy, though. For six weeks, it's ridiculous. Yeah, that's a bad. I like this one. Again, this, back in the bubble, too, though. Let's not just so yeah. sensationalizing this. Um, Matt Swifty Perry uh, for $7. Um, you got an Otani Chrome rookie card before the season. Right now, it's selling raw for $200. 100. Sheesh. Seven dollars to two hundred. That's probably that's. I mean, that's our highest one so far. What's that? Thirty x almost. That's pretty good. 
That is um, pretty, ooh, pretty good. I think, so. I think we got another one. Steve K. 2020 says he found a Drew Brees Topps Chrome second year black refractor for $5 at a card show. What? That was sold. just sitting in somebody's box by mistake. <laughs> I mean, unless it was a long time ago. Yeah, was it worth sold, 500? Sold for 300 the same day. So it had to have been. Yeah, if it was the same day. I don't I don't care for that flip. That's that's a cool flip for him, but it's not a flip that is like you just I don't want to say love into mistake. it. But yeah, that was I had this happen a at a card show. The you know, it's actually the last card show I ever set up with with my dad, which my whole goal in being there was to sell off almost everything I had to to pay for the engagement ring for Hannah mistake this guy was like hey i've got all these like random rookies i mean like peyton and this was before great and this was almost 20 years not 20 years ago 15 years ago mm-hmm. grading wasn't nearly as prevalent and the markup from raw to grading wasn't what it is now and the dude had like a whole bunch of just raw peyton mannings super super cheap and he was actually set up but he was more of a vintage guy he also had like one other vintage card and he just didn't know what it was and at the time i i had i never even looked at vintage then Ended up being the 1958 Tops. It's the only card that features Mickey Mantle and Hank Aaron. It was in really nice condition, but he was just like, I don't know what this is. It was really weird. I don't know why he didn't know. He basically threw that in a deal with a bunch of Peyton Manning rookies for $100. And I was like, all right. So I I started looking at the Mantles. I I started checking up the Mannings in my Beckett back then. It was like two or $300 worth of Mannings. I was like, this is great. I walked the... That and it's funny, it's such an iconic card, too. The mantle Aaron, I walked over to another vintage guy, sold it on the spot for 500 bucks, and I walked back over and gave the guy $200. She said, I was like, I felt bad. I was like, dude, here you go. He literally was like, just take these then, man. I don't even know what these are. He wasn't Southern. <laughs> it was, was another thousand dollars worth of cards. <laughs> it was literally just like a stack of same thing. It was like a stack of Mannings and all new stuff that it was like all five, ten dollar cards. I was like, this is nuts. Tell me, it you was just like walked the- away at that point. <laughs> I sold those and gave him the money. I'm a great person. No, I kept the money at that point. But he was just like, flo- I was like, dude, I told That's him. I felt bad. I was like, how do you not know what you have here? Like, what are you doing? Do you think Anyways. that happens today at card shows? Yeah. Because there's still a lot of people. I mean, who are there's not- a lot of older guys there still. And younger but- guys who just are not, you know, not plugged in. So anyways. Okay. Sorry. I digress. Okay. No, no, I think that was all interesting. Um, it let let us know. My dad if- was proud of me. You know what? Has your dad called you ever since you talked to about his impending death on a oh, podcast we recently. He's like, you got me dying now? I said, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was I'm like, glad it's to a hear secret. <laughs> Come on. Um, what, people right. get old and die. I don't know. That's fair. Not, that's fair. That's You think he didn't science. know that was that was the, the inevitability? Here? That's just math. Good. Next flip. Um, Let's move along. We're getting caught up Mike, in the weeds. Mike Hillis bought a Don Russ Booker rated rookie for $10 right before the boom. Came okay. back a PSA 10. Oh. How much do you think that card sells for? So he's got $10 in PSA at that point. You're probably, so let's say it cost him 30. So he's got 40 bucks in the card. 500. $600. That's pretty savage. That's a 40 bucks into 600. That's not that bad. That is not too shabby. 60 X. Wow. Um, I think that might be our best one. There's, there's the thing. I love that all these guys have ready. Did you just say ready. 60 X? That is $10. Well, he had 40 into it. He had to grade it. Oh had, yeah. I was so 40 was, into that. Still amazing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, man, uh, let's see. I think that was like our probably our best ratio. But man, some of these guys have spent so eighteen hundred uh, update sports cards spent eighteen hundred on a Cassius Clay uh, boxing card. Do you know who that is? Cassius Clay, the boxer. Yeah. Uh, yes, but I'm, you're going to ask me what's his name that everyone knows him by. Um, Do you not know? 
Is it? It's Muhammad Ali, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought so. I, I was you like, man, I think it's Muhammad, but I don't want to be. I don't like it called you're out. Doing, you're doing so good. The next review on Apple. Idiot doesn't know anything about sports. Get rid of him. I hate it. I read I read one recently and it's in my head again. Let me address this for 10 seconds. No, for on. the morons who leave <laughs> negative reviews, I don't want another card guy in here. You don't need two people who do the same thing. Me and Jesse have a nice back and forth. Now, if you just don't like the back and forth, that's fine. I like the fact he doesn't know sports and he asks questions from the new people's perspective. Give me one last flip and then we're done. <laughs> Hang on. But you, I will say... Majority of those reviews are very positive. And okay. there is one, though, that I found really funny. They said that we were real awkward. It was an awkward listen to people. I mean, granted, maybe the first like early episodes, but you know, it's awkward. I the person the that wrote that's never had a girlfriend. So next, let's go. It okay. What? No, so I was going to make a joke and then I decided against that. That's a bad choice. You be the nice All right. guy. Oh, this is right up my alley. All right. Uh, Pallet Town Boss. Bought okay. a binder of Pokemon cards for $450 at the early stage of the spike. Oh boy. Ended up selling mostly all for around $1,800. The, not the amount, but I love that, guys, because that's the thing. If you don't remember this, you probably didn't go to public school at, at during our time. But every kid had a binder of Pokemon cards. And a lot of them, sadly, either threw them away or got rid of them. But I swear that's probably like the biggest thing I see um like the non-card guys coming in with who want to get into this hobby are pokemon cards and they're just a binder of them that they collected and i it makes you wonder how much money's just sitting in guys closets so the majority of my big flips have not been sold so i can't say they're flips like i've got that bird uh, the bird rookie that same week i bought the bird rookie i bought a psa 4 bill russell rookie for 1600 which at one point a few months ago had spiked up to about 20,000 it's probably worth about 12 now um, I've got some Brady rookies that I paid nothing. I mean, I paid 500 to a thousand bucks for and now they're worth 10 to 20,000 each. Uh, in terms of actual profit amount, not ratio, 2019 Prism Basketball with Zion. That's the first year that Panini made an exclusive skew, like retail blasters for Fanatics, funny enough. I had a Fanatics rep at the time. I was able to get 52, I think I've told this before, I got 52 cases of those. Case cost was eight. They were $40 a box, 20, 20 box cases. So $800 a case. I flipped a bunch because <clears throat> I had to pay three months ahead of time. So I put up whatever that math. I have my calculator here. Actually, I'm excited. <laughs> 52. People need to know this calculator is literally bigger than your head. So it's it was and then it was shipping and tax. So let's just say I was I was into those for pretty much an even 50 grand. And I had to pay. I remember it like I paid like in January and these things came out months later. When I finally got them in, though, here was the fear. First of all, sports were, cards were not what they are now. So had I known what I knew about Prism, I would have not sold any of them. But I was also just like, man, I, I got to get some of this money back. I sold about half of what I got back to distributor that day for double the over double the price. I sold them for $95 a box, having Jeez. paid 40 Did really well. And then I started to just slowly bleed them out. The price just kept going up. I ended up finally selling out about $300 a box. All in all, in profit, I made like 300, it was like 325 to 350,000 in profit. It was insane, right? Here's what's disgusting. Those boxes are like $800 a piece today. So I have oh. literally, let's again, a little math, just because it's let's, fun. So I had 1,040 boxes. Let's say I left an average of about $450 profit per box. So I left, again, I say left because I, I was never going to hold them this long. Let's call it right at $475,000 in profit from what it could have been today. Extra profit. 
I could have made three remember, quarters of a million. I don't remember that you making that over 300K profit on any single deal. It took rem- about six months because I again I flipped them first. Then I was like, no, I'm stashing these away. Then they spiked to like 200. I was like, oh, I'll start selling them by the box. I did really well. Because again, 4X or 5X your money. And then I, I held a whole bunch till the end when they went to 400. So literally 10X the money. I was like, I got to do this. So I think it ended up being right at three, maybe a touch over 300,000 profit. I was like, yep, that You're, was my. So, yeah, that insane. was by far. But it, it, so my biggest profit and probably my biggest missed opportunity because I could have held them. But I never was going to do that. So not realistic. Um, I think that's that's probably the winner for right now. Other than that, the guy who sold. That's also like not realistic. I had a direct so. buying account. I got 50 cases of a product. Like it's never. So I, I actually like the stories you shared better. I just want to be a story topper. Yeah, you are a story topper. Well, bad. I went to the moon. Did, can't stop. That, that's, a, that's a bit. Okay. Next. You're doing um, great. You have a thing about baseball cards. So we're not going to do the thing at the top. of The whole top of the page here for me is big NFL hobby games like last week. Are we not doing any of that? Oh, my goodness. It's in my writing. It's in my writing. So I just totally skipped over it. This is awkward. No, let's do it. Let's that do listener's it. right. Um, yeah, so basically last... <laughs> last <laughs> <That> listen. <laughs> All right. Last big week games we a, this weekend. Big games, yeah. So just a few games. These are games I'm looking at more from an interesting perspective uh, in terms of hobby of value. So the Cardinals at the Jaguars. Mm. I think Kyler is going to put up 58 points. Maybe no. more. So you just knows? say that because you've got him. The J- uh, I do have some nice uh, Kyler. But he's been on fire this year. I mean, he has been lighting up offensively. The Jaguars are pathetic. I, I think he is going to have another monster game. His pricing has been steadily increasing. So I think is this is two things. Good news for Kyler. You're going to see his money keep going. That sleeper, by the way, we were talking about the beginning of the season, Rondell Moore. I love that kid. He's like a Cordo Patterson type like slash guy. That's probably a bad comparison. But I love Rondell Moore, too. You can still get his stuff relatively cheap. He's a legit NFL receiver. Um, so yeah, I think it's great news for Kyler. That defense though is also pretty ridiculous in their pass rush. Bad news for Trevor Lawrence. He's already had a rough start to his career. I'm going to say he gets sacked a, a number of times. How many? Give us a number. Six. Six. <laughs> Six hundred. Well, what's his name? Jones on the Cardinals. Man, that guy. Chandler was Jones. S- he had five and a half sacks just against the Titans, right? Or five yeah, sacks. that was brutal. Yeah, he's uh, he seems like a second. So machine. I think this is a game where we see a monster performance from Kyler again. Just builds confidence prices. I'm holding Kyler another eight to ten weeks too. I want to see where he's at. I, I have no intention of selling in the next week or two. I really want to see what he does. Do guys like Jones on defense? Like, is there any kind no. of hobby value? Not so. Nothing. I mean, he's been in the league for a number of years. He's never. He's been very good. He's never been like a real headline type guy. Yeah. Defensively, you've got to really be elite and stand out. And even then, hobby value is always tough for defensive players. It's so. like Javon Curse. I remember there being like the a freak. Little, oh man, I was a huge Javon Curse. Uh, I had he was like one of the, the first jersey I ever had. But sure. I remember thinking this guy, I'm buying his card, and I do have like one or two of them downstairs. And of course, is this a now, pump and dump. <laughs> so if anybody needs like some rookie Javon curse card, um, it's, I'm just I guess I'm just disappointed that guys who are standouts in their granted, you don't have to. Not every guy has to be valued, but I just wish standouts even on defense could have some hobby love. It's guys, a good point, because, it. for example, the 
18th best quarterback in the league has a great game. People get like this, you know, FOMO thing. They go out and buy him great. Uh, the number one, two, three, four, five defensive player in the league have very little market. Yeah. It, it is a weird disparity. By the way, we just got that response on Instagram. Oh. We can reach out to see if it's of his interest. What does that even mean? He's come on That's the show a, before. What are we talking about here? He's very busy. Gary is busy man. Guys, we're going to get Gary V on next episode. That's a promise. What, I can tell you who we're not having on next episode. <laughs> um, okay. Second game. Again, selfish reasons. Panthers-Texans. Texans, I'm cur- I'm interested. I think this is the Thursday night game, if I'm not mistaken. Can you check that real quick? Ronick, is that uh, Thursday night? One? Do you know? Panthers, Tonight? Texans is today. Yep. It is. Okay. Um, Davis, David Mills, whatever the kid's name is. I think he's a super long shot. Maybe he puts up a good game and looks good and he has a, a quick spike. If that's the case, you know, Tyrod Taylor's come back at some point. Deshaun's a the quarterback of the future there, probably. Um, but I'm interested to see what Mills does in his first full game. And then for the Panthers, Sam Darnold's played really well. It's just a weird thing if he comes out and plays well and they go 3-0, which I think they're going through. They're like seven or eight-point favorites. So I think the Panthers go in there and win, and Darnold has looked good. Like That's a guy whose market is moving steadily, you know, steadily climbing. Uh, he's another guy for me. It's week to week. I think one of these weeks, though, people are going to look down and be like, oh, I honestly think it's going to be a situation where they look down and be like, by the way, anybody notice that Sam Darnold and the Panthers are five and one <laughs> and they're going to take more notes. So I'm kind of waiting for that momentary spike. Now, hang on, please. You have Darnold other than we, like I, the star stock. I have the one in star stock. Nothing okay. else. We have the one in star stock. That's fine. Um, okay. I just want to make sure. Cause sometimes I feel like guys are like questioning our judgment based on what is owned. Like, you oh, know, we okay. think that's this fair. is, yeah, that's yeah. So I, I, I like, just want to, so for the clear. Cardinals, I have a couple of nice Kyler Murray cards. I'm holding them for another eight to 10 weeks. And then I'm going to re-examine, but I'm rooting for Kyler so I make money. Darn, will be of the one, whatever. It was a kind of a pet long shot project. If it pays off, it's just kind of fun. Uh, the last game, obviously, the, is the Dolphins, who I own a bunch of Tua stuff. We already talked about him. But the fact that they're at the Raiders, I don't own any Derek Carr stuff, nor would I ever. But that's another team. If they win, which I, I can't imagine they're going to lose to the Dolphins, but they're the Raiders. They can do some unimaginably terrible things. <laughs> I mean, if he's another guy, all of a sudden people look down. Hey, Derek Carr is three and zero and playing really well. Do we start to see a bump there with Derek Carr? He's already been getting a bump. <clears throat> yeah, it, it, deservedly so. But he's another guy. I just think you kind of monitor him week to week. Hey, how did he do? How did he perform? What's the win loss record for the team? And then you kind of just at some point that I think there's going to be a pretty good spike. I think you cash in because long term, I'm not holding Derek Carr stuff. So yeah, yeah, I think he dropped to like. 59 bucks and right now he's selling for 80 bucks like in the last week so what card is that sir uh actually hang on let me refresh There's a cement this. truck outside the window Do they not know we're recording what's going on here sure it's, actually it's gone up more than that um this is the 90 or now 2000 the beep, now the beeping starts why <laughs> why do you got to beep when you're back we know you're back the truck is the size of a building i know you're backing i can see you moving if you can't see a truck moving backwards, you think a beep is going to alert somebody who doesn't know? Honestly, oh I just I th- I, there are something these warnings. I don't. That's like playing golf. Somebody yells four. A ball is traveling hundred miles an hour. It's a it's the size of an acorn. You think yelling four is going to help somebody? You get whacked in the head. There's so many civil engineers out there I, just, oh. just so upset listening to this right now. Civil engineers. <laughs> are they driving cement trucks with backup lights? They know about it. They know about this right, stuff. Well, you you, you know where. Derek Carr is up to $85 for his 2014 Topps Chrome PSA 10. 
Um, I'm not happy about this Instagram message. I'm sorry. It's not you. It's nobody's fault. He replied at least. This is a... Oh, I don't know if this is a man or a woman. It's just like your wife. The name is Sam. I don't know who I'm talking to Don't here. tell the world what my wife's name is. Great. You're now so I got to get a new wife. Name. Thanks a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I can never... That's a joke. It's babe, called, I would, that's a joke, baby. I would kick so the much. coverage once, pal. I wouldn't test the... <laughs> I would not test the waters again. Did I you, married up. For anyone who hasn't seen a picture of the two of did us. Did you I share the thing yeah. already? Are you done? I'm, not, I'm so sorry. I did. Check. We can move on. Okay, perfect. <laughs> Uh, yeah, point being, keep an eye on the Raiders. I think that's a weird play here down the road. Um, this episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes. All that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit JiffyLube.com. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. I was traveling internationally last year. I was in Mallorca. I didn't know the island well. I said, let me head to the north, head towards the water. Let me go on Hotels.com and see what they have available. Something preferably on the beach, maybe even a gym. Not only did I get those things, there was a kid's session with exercise, gymnastics in the water, pony rides, a train. It had everything, and I didn't even want any of those things but at least I knew they were there just in case I changed my mind. And now finding the perfect hotel has never been easier thanks to the Hotels.com app. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly, right, all-inclusive or a relaxing spa weekend, you can find exactly what you need and compare hotel prices, ratings, and amenities side by side. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com, Atlassian. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Bowman Chrome Breakdown. I'm hoping you got pricing for 2020 and 2021. Like I, uh, I didn't really ask, so I hope you kind of just intuitively thought, or you can just move your fingers quickly. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. Bowman Chrome released yesterday. There is Bowman Chrome HTA, which is basically jumbo, that includes three autos, no base, just three cards a box. You've got Bowman Chrome Hobby, which is two autos per box and a whole bunch of Chrome first prospects. I like Hobby a lot, especially since the price is close. With all the all the base, the prospects, the first, those sell pretty well. You also have Bowman Chrome. First year they've done this light, one auto, and also some base. Uh, I didn't know enough about light to order real heavy on it, so I'm heavy into Hobby and Jumbo, or HTA. Again, the majority of mine is staying in the attic for three to 12 months until it really spikes, and then I'll I'll, I'll decide what to do with it then. Um, what is it? Originally, it was like 200 and 225 a box. I don't care about light, by the way. Just give me the Hobby and, and HTA. 
Uh, I'm trying to find the HGA. Is it called just HGA with it? T with T is in T. Oh. HTA. I'm sorry. There we go. Um, because yep. I've got Chrome. It, uh, the other one pulled up. All right, here we go. So, what do you want, case or box? Box. I want. I just want to point out something. Give me case. Quick. I'll do whatever no, you no, have. No, no, no. I've got them both. I just want to point out. Last time you said always get me case. Hey, so. Last week you said yeah, but then I get case and you want a box. So yeah, well, it doesn't matter. I feel like your wife. I'm I always win. right. I'm always right. All right. Uh, 2021 tops Chrome. Uh, you wanted HTA. HTA Bowman. is. Yep. You said tops. Um, I said this is I said Bowman. I didn't. I said tops. You're right. Okay. You you have Bowman though. I have HTA uh $250 for a box. So that's up 25 bucks since yesterday. Oh, really? Yep. This is 2021. 2021. Yep. Okay. What's Bowman Chrome Hobby from that year from 2021? Uh Bowman Chrome Hobby. That was 200. Oh, dang it. it. Might have gone up to 205. Hang on. One second. It, for some reason it Pulled up the tops chrome, not the. I've got the Bowman chrome case. Give me one second. I'll give you the hobby box. case. Yeah. How much is a hobby case? Twenty four hundred. Uh, twenty nine forty nine. What? Yeah. Uh oh, Mike's getting out the big calculator, baby. It's happening. Two forty five above. So they're the same price for hobby and HTA. They're both twenty nine fifty a case. Let me confirm that the. I box- am so nervous right now. <laughs> uh, twenty twenty one Bowman chrome. A box, light box, box case, box case, HTA. Here we go. $249.95 for a Chrome box, same as HTA. They're the same price. Same price. What? Two f- what's the difference between the two of them again? Again, you get one extra auto with HTA, but you get all the base in Hobby. The same price, I would buy Hobby all day. I So I bought these two. I had to rebuy because I want to stack a bunch of way. I bought, but it was a two to one ratio. For every one HTA you ordered, you had to take on two hobby, which I think is going to end up being a blessing. So I ended up getting six and three. What is 2020 selling for out of curiosity? By the way, I am shocked that that went up. I thought we would see happen what happened with Topps Chrome, where it would initially dip and go down. People like it. I ripped all the loose boxes we had yesterday. I'm not opening my cases, but I did rip all the loose in the break group and geo, over geo breaks. By the way, Eddie, the breaker who owns the company, he did like eight cases yesterday, and he's doing a bunch more today. Like eight that stuff, cases, jeez, he, stuff was flying. It's uh, give me twenty twenty pricing though, real quick. Then I'll get back to my point. Um, Sorry. so for the twenty twenty Bowman Chrome Hobby box is two hundred ninety. For the HTA, it's two seventy five. That's crazy. I, so that's interesting. First of all, it used to never be that HTA was underpriced. It was priced below Hobby. It shows you, though, Hobby, which, quite frankly, makes sense to me. Hobby is a better play. Yes, you're getting one less auto, but you're getting the first Chrome prospect card. You're getting all the extra color. I like that play. The fact that that is more expensive than this year's, though, is ridiculous. Last year's case was okay. There are some decent names, but there are so many pitchers, it's ridiculous, and they don't sell. That just tells me, I, I stand by what I said earlier. I think we see these boxes from 2021 Hit three fifty to four hundred dollars in the, over the course of the next few months, and I'll tell you why. First of all, the color was great. They've added some new color as well that they didn't used to, like color refractors. Like I don't ever remember pink being in there. I think those were numbered to. Actually, I have one. Hang on. Yeah, so like a pink shimmer is numbered to one ninety nine. I don't ever remember seeing pink shimmers before. Um, I really like the design this year too. Here's the biggest thing though. 
my my numbers are are going to be a little bit off, but it's like a five to one hitter to pitcher ratio. It's like seventy five to fifteen. That's amazing. The other thing is, on the back of all these cards, and most guys know this, it gives you the stats: heights, weight, bats right, throws right, whatever. Year born, so when the how old these kids are. Huge amount of international, highly rated kids, and, and they're all young, which which is awesome because that means people are going to chase these guys because they like them. Like, hey, this is the next guy they get in young. That that is huge for a prospect. Like all these kids are seventeen to nineteen years old. I just I, it makes no sense to me that this product released this cheap. I don't understand it. I think, I mean, granted now, the prices you quoted today are up 10%. I am all about it. And here's a great a little... And dump? Are you pumping this and then dumping Oh, I'm this? pumping the crap. I'm telling everybody to buy it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, I'm the good news I'm is- not selling until it really spikes. Because Bowman has been one of the safest... I've made more money off Bowman than any other thing in this hobby. Wax or singles. Bowman oh, has always been my thing. So should I go ahead and buy some of this? I mean, <laughs> I wish you had bought it last week when I was saying this. You're going to save yourself some money. You never said to buy it last week. We talked about this. I get you, you don't go back and listen to podcasts. We talked about it on the show. I guarantee at least once. You you said to the general audience. OK, I guess I'm included in that. That's fair. Listen to the show. Get the ratings. You know up. it's awkward. Um, uh, Yeah, I just I'm very, very surprised that this. So here's another thing, too, with it being new. One thing I always preach. We preached about this last night on the um, Instagram live we did. Get familiar with the checklist. Go somewhere to see the checklist to see which teams not only have hits, but who have prospect autographs. Because that's really what you're chasing. Rookie autos are fine. There's an insert set of vet autos, I think, but you're not, I mean, those are super hard to hit. Teams should be based on the popularity and pricing of their prospect autographs. Where do you go to get and that you, list? So you can go to a lot of cardboard connections, group break checklists. All these places have checklists. Um, here's the other thing I would tell you, though. If you Google Bowman 50 case player auctions, that's ex- that's how they sell their case breaks. They don't sell it by the team. They sell it by the player. You know, this particular prospect, uh, Luis Rodriguez, uh, super chased product uh, prospect for the Dodgers. They run an auction to sell all these guys. They run multiple. To me, that is the most accurate thing with new Bowman releases. Who is selling for the most in auctions? Because that's where you have your big time prospect guys spending money. That tells you right off the bat who is going to sell the highest. That list, at least for the first two to four weeks of a release of a product, is the most accurate way to see. So, for example, and I'm making up this price, say you're noticing that the Pirates are $50 in the break, and they're not. The Pirates have Polanco, who's a big prospect, but whatever. Just say Team X is selling for $50, and you're curious as to why. Then you happen to see this auction that, hey, they actually have a prospect who's selling really high on on, on these auction drafts. You can really find some value buys like that. And I'll tell you the reason. Most breakers are too stupid and lazy to do research. They just make up pricing that they see. One bad list goes around and people copy that PYT. This Bowman Chrome product is ridiculous. I was excited about Topps Chrome and I bought some. Uh, that's going to be a longer hold. I think this stuff is going to be huge. What I'm did you say to do. search? You said go to Google and search Bowman 50 case. Blowout. Blowout 2021 Bowman Chrome player auctions. I actually have a link I'll post in the Facebook group too because that's how I say. And I like to get familiar with like the top 20 hits or so because yesterday we're ripping boxes. I like to have an idea of who we're hitting. So we hit some uh, Luis Rodriguez. We hit the guy, I kept calling him CC. His name is Carlos. Last name starts with a C. He's like a top 10 guy in the product. He's a hitter for the Rays. We hit his purple auto. Um, yeah, I'm, 
I think it's crazy that that is this cheap. But yes, this is a total pump and dump. I'm going to sell these in a few months and make a bunch of money. And then I'm going to come on here and be arrogant about it, like always. Guys, do me a favor. Go out there and don't buy them. All right. Just don't do it. I'm shocked they're already up on blow. That's interesting. Man. Well, there you go. There's your Bowman Chrome review. Oh, I lied. I said six and three. I have seven and three. I bought one more hobby case. All yesterday. right. Guys, attack. You heard him. He's lying. <laughs> All right. Next. Um, I can't afford Brady Jim Brown. Um, this was a, I've got yeah, this. Yeah, read, I've got the give me this post because I thought this was cool. J.R. Cassia. He says, um, Mike has identified some non-rookies, later year cards for investment, i.e. Jim Brown. We are all in the midst of watching the GOAT, Tommy B, for those who don't know, want uh, who don't want to drop 20 to 30K on a rookie. Can you identify or do a segment on some second year or later cards of some greats past and present to go after? So there's a couple things I would say. We saw maybe two weeks ago a Prism Gold PSA 9, first year Prism, which was like 2016-ish. May have been before that, I don't remember. Uh, for Brady, and it sold for 50 grand. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, a Kaboom, a Gold Kaboom Brady PSA 9. What's that? Your favorite? sold for 80 grand so with brady stuff to me there is still a massive play on low numbered stuff from quality brands like if you can get back especially and i actually think there's a big market for the old school tops refractors um so top stuff making football in 20 i think 2015 was tops last season and i would say anything pre-2015 with brady numbered color refractors of, of bowman or of tops chrome i think there's a play there um, I also like for Brady, though, so his PSA, bring this up on card ladder, his 2000 Bowman Chrome Tom Brady rookie. So, like, I bought his PSA 10. I'm a big believer in that card. I love it. I think it's worth fifteen to 17000 right now, roughly, somewhere in that range. But JR brings up a, good, a great point. Like, hey, not all of us have that kind of money. No problem. W- aside from just non-rookie stuff, I would look at just lower-graded cards of that, of the cards, of rookie cards. So a PSA 10 is doing 16000 What's, like, a PSA... 789 do of that Bowman Chrome rookie. Uh, let's see. So how much did you say PSA 10 was doing? It's like 15 to 17, isn't it? Uh, okay. Yeah, it's doing 17. Um, in fact, a couple weeks ago, it did 20. It'll jump and kind of dance around. So sorry. PSA 9 is doing 6,000. Okay. So 6,000. PSA 9, fantastic. Still pricing a lot of people out. Yep. Let's At go a down. third of the price of a 10, if you have enough money for either, I think the 10 is the better value based on that. What's an eight doing? An eight is doing 39. Oh, I don't like that at all. I yeah, mean, that it's, seems it's awfully cheaper. close. A seven is still near mint. What's a seven at when you're done coughing? Man, it's crazy, dude. I said this to Hannah. She's still <laughs> coughing too. Every week. This has been, You guys have had this for like Someone a do a tally for how many times Mike has said that every Somebody do a tally for how many times Jesse mutes himself and coughs. I feel bad. I was trying to be I, sympathetic. Never mind. I hope, you, I hope you cough till the day you die. Never mind. <laughs> What's a PSA 7 sell for? <laughs> so mean. Jerk uh, store. I was trying to be nice. PS, thank you so much. Uh, PSA 7 is $27.50. So like for that card, for example, I love that card. You can't afford a 10. I would say work your way back. I wouldn't go below a 7, though. 7 to be near mint, great. But say, okay, can't afford the Bowman Chrome. Go to the Bowman paper. That Bowman, pa- which by the way, do they have that in there? Just 2,000 Bowman? The way you tell the difference in the top right corner, it's gold where it says Bowman. 
Uh, rookie. It also just says Bowman instead of Bowman Chrome. Oh, it does. Um, okay. I'm sorry. Let me see. So, so I have that as a nine five as a BGS nine five. I want to say it's like a four thousand dollar card. All right, I'll look that up. I've, I've got that I've got in my it. collection. Right, I'm looking it. up mine. I'm curious. I've What's a PSA ten do for that? PSA tens doing ninety three hundred. Okay, so a BGS nine five mine is doing forty seven hundred. So half. That's interesting. Okay, so ninety seven at a nine five. Yep, that gets falling off. That's why it's going to SGC. Hopefully. Okay, give me the PSA again. Ninety seven hundred. Ninety five hundred. Uh, ninety three hundred. What's a PSA seven do of that card? PSA they have that in there or no? Is doing twelve hundred. Okay, twelve hundred is a lot more affordable. So I guess my overall point is I still like the rookie, and that's just Bowman. There are other rookies of Brady you can get for a lot cheaper. If you can only afford, like you have a certain price range, though, I would stick to rookies if I can, graded PSA seven or higher. And quite frankly, like even though I like the Bowman card, I would rather have a different brand Brady, a PSA eight five over a PSA seven if it's the same price. I just think higher graded rookies of the play play there. Now, all things being equal, PSA ten to PSA ten. Yeah, I want the Bowman Chrome. I want the refractors. But I just think if you're going more toward base, because that's in your price range, I would rather have, like his Dominion rookie is cheap. I would rather have that in a higher grade than a seven somewhere else. I don't even know what that does. You probably get a PSA nine or 10 for that price. So um, I was looking on here. There's a few other cha- uh, a few other Brady's that guys could look at, like say the Skybox, 2000 Skybox. I'm also very partial too. Let me just say this. I only buy Brady rookies in pro uniforms. I don't buy call. I hate the college uniforms. Oh, okay. Well, then you Skybox. Is that one. a dual? Is that a dual card? Is there another player on there? No. No, it's Skybox. just him. Skybox. I cannot picture what that uh, looks it's like. It's from two thousand. PSA ten does twenty one hundred of it. Um, if you want to get in on that one for, and it, I will say too, it hey, does. Yes, there is. Gene, that guy Gino Carmazzi. He's in a. No. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You're right. You know what's crazy? I remember when that card hit 200 bucks as a PSA 10. Really? I sold it for like 200. Yeah, it wasn't. You used to be able to pick it up at a card show for 20 bucks, 10 bucks. It was crazy. I mean, it hasn't sold so, for below $750 for the last year. That's crazy. Yeah, so like even that card, a PSA 8 is 370 bucks. A BGS 9 is $170. Go with a card that's like, a, I would still stick to the rookies. He also asked, like, he gave another example, like Jim Brown. You can't afford the 58 rookie. Just go right down the list. How about a 59? Second year tops. Really nice looking car. So to me, you just a higher grade you can get. I would rather have a, you know, a, a non-rookie first and foremost, no question. But if you can't afford that as with vintage, as close to rookie as you can get. So for Jim Brown, go to the 59 in a decent grade. And I gotta say this, because I know we put up a I put up a question in the Facebook group and we got a good, honest response from you guys about what do you think about the fractional market. There are a few handful of you that care. I got to at least say it for those who do care. If you're looking at it from strictly the investment point of view, that is one way to get your hands on a card that you can't afford. That's all. There you go. Good plug. I like that. Okay. Uh, Anything else? Newsletter. Sean says something about the exclusive. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, sportscardsnonsense.com. Hobby news. It's free to sign up. Um, it's actually done really well. I don't know what click-through rates and open rates and all that bullcrap is, but Sean has told me it's doing They're exceptionally good. well. So They're doing good. Make sure you sign up and subscribe. There's a lot of exclusive content there, and we're able to kind of like, I say we, he writes 99% of it. He's able to expound in a lot of areas that we don't expound on on the show. 
Uh, I think there's like a new thing, like kind of highlighting the buys of the week and like my strategies behind it, I think. I think that's what he was talking about. Either way, just subscribe to the newsletter. So, yes, thank you very much, guys. Yeah, it's it's had a huge, huge response, much better than we could have hoped for. Yeah, I'm very happy so far. Good word. I'm convinced Uh, that I'm happy. I think that. Oh, before we go to mailbag, um, did you have this? What's 20 years ago this week? Tommy Brady, baby. Oh god! All right. Drew Before Bledsoe we... gets Drew Bledsoe gets knocked out. Just about f- punctures his lungs and pukes him out. Brady comes in against the Jets. That was it. <laughs> there you go. Um, a big week. That's your boy. Um, this is something that I've. So there's. You can tell our audience. Our audience is Jesse fans, Mike fans, and I. I can appreciate. There's also the dual fan out there too. Um, the Jesse. A few Jesse fans have reached out to me because they're like, they know what Mike's response is going to be on this. Um, they just asked to address the aggressiveness in the Facebook group. I I don't think any, I think we've done a pretty decent job of like kicking guys out who've been complete jerks or been, you know, rude or said things inappropriate. Um, but there are some of these where it's like someone voices an opinion and because that opinion is not the same, they just go on the attack immediately. Guys, we're all trying to have fun. If you don't agree, that's fine. We want differing opinions, but don't be a jerk to the guy who said something different than you. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think in general, people need thicker skin. That's first and foremost. The Jesse fans. Okay. And yeah, we throw out five to 10 people. I I throw out five to 10 people a day in there. Some people come in just a clown and troll and whatever. If you're going to troll, if you're funny about it and you're not like making a personal, I don't care. But like, I, I do wonder... Granted, there's some just scumbags in the group, as there is with anything. So we throw them out. I mean, we're at almost 20,000 members. It's going to happen. I'm always, some of the people, though, I am shocked at. Like, do you just live in a bubble where nobody, because somebody will make a sarcastic remark and I'll get a yeah. message. Like, this guy hurt my feelings. I couldn't tie my <laughs> shoe right today. I was terrified. Like, you, these, some God. people are terrified of their own shadow. I'm sorry. I, that's just the way it is. So we can be done with this. this isn't anything. I mean, it's a good point. If you're a jerk, though, I'm actually team Jesse's people. I don't want anybody being mean and getting clowned on for no reason. Like sometimes they think people are asking stupid questions. It's not stupid if somebody's brand new to the hobby. Like that's why the Facebook yeah. group is there. Like we want you to come in and ask uneducated questions because you're not familiar. Fine. And but, if you want to give them a hard time, do it. But then just say JK or smiley face emoji. Just, you don't you have know. to do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no. We're, impl- sarcasm is implied. Come or on. or I got nothing else. All right. Yeah. Just done. move along. I think that brings us to everyone's favorite segment to end the show with mailbag. The end of the show is my favorite segment. <laughs> you know, the end. That's my favorite part. Um, no, no, no. When you stop playing. What is that from? I don't I don't know. But we're talking about the same thing. You know, the end. You know, we're, you don't play it anymore. That's my favorite. Brad Paisley. Nailed it. R- William. Shatner. Whoa. Yes. You know what? No mailbag. We're done. Folks, <laughs> we'll be back. Brought to you by the Ring of Podcast Network. We'll see you on Monday. Go. We only have a few questions. So I, oh, I, was, to up the I, post. Just, I stopped recording. Let me start recording again. That's fine. <laughs> I hope that was a joke. Right. I hope you <laughs> say JK because Ronick's going to have you. JK. Andrew Kahn wants. No, that's a joke question. I'll save that one. Eb, uh, Eb Ramirez. Where do you find out? Oh, I like this card. Where do you find out at, uh, about upcoming card shows in your area? Uh, he wants to know, is it just Facebook groups or is there a place that you can go to to find them? What do you suggest? That's a good question. I don't actually know. I'm, th- there has to be like a if centralized you, lo- location. There's got to be that? something like if you Google it, I would I would imagine. I don't know. 
Here's my best and on it. This isn't just a plug for the Facebook group. That's a good question, though. But there's so many guys now in the Facebook group. You post something like that, you're probably going to get a response. Yeah. Now, I agree. You'll ask, hey, where's the closest one to Miami? And there's going to be someone who's like, there's one in Portland, Oregon this coming week. Come on down to South Dakota. Coming up to South Dakota. That'll happen. Sure. Get your That's a good point, yeah. Um, All right. Lee Kirby. Mike's favorite sports moment captured on a card or that he wishes was captured on a card? Uh, I mean, some of the biggest moments to me, like the Vinatieri kick in 01 for the Patriots was huge, but it's a kicker. I mean, it's not like the most exciting play. Um, Man, I'm trying to think of like, like Brady's had a bunch of defining moments. Which one would I want to see on a card? Anything with Jordan with his tongue out, like doing a dunk from some distance sure that's just what i think of. i think those are awesome one card i think would be awesome is i forget i think it might have been during the olympics maybe like during one of the the uh, u.s olympic teams when bird from half court passed behind his back it was kind of like his like he was and he was doing it in oh. honor of magic i think that would be cool if you kind of got an action shot of him passing behind his back from half court um that was just kind of a cool iconic moment um man yeah I, that's a good question i don't know um all right. Think about it. We'll ask it again next week. The Ortiz moments in 04 ALCS against the Yanks. There were a bunch of them. His walk-off singles, walk-off homers. Uh, James Robles wants to know, do you think Gavin Lux is a good investment going into the playoffs with his new role playing outfield? Maybe. I didn't think we'd see him again this year, honestly. I was way down on him, but possibly. Which, by the way, Monday or Thursday next week, Fine Sand from MLB Network is coming on. Uh, we're going to really do like a, a very strict deep dive into... Because the playoffs, I mean, everybody has like six to eight games left, so playoffs are upon us. Uh, we will get into some heavy MLB talk next week. But yeah, so Gavin Lux, I don't know about. We'll, we'll kind of go, I think we'll do a breakdown of every team, I think. Just like briefly. That'll be the gist of it. Um, and that kind of goes into EJ Sports Cards question. Uh, baseball pickups before the playoffs. You want to kind of save that for then? Yeah, I mean, so basically to me, I'm curious about A, the best players on some of these teams, and then some slumping guys. Like Bellinger, Chris Bryant, I'm curious about, although not slumping. You know, I'm curious about him. Uh, you know, Vlad, I think Vlad's an interesting play if they make, because they're probably going to have a one-game play in, I hope. Um, he, he's a weird guy to me. What does he do? Does Devers go nuts in the playoffs? We'll definitely get into that next week with Fine Sand, though. Okay. Thank you very much, We are punting uh, Jared, on MLB that. questions. I apologize, EJ. Oh, man. We were, we were going to mention crypto this week, but all I know is it's up quite a bit from yesterday so i am not go. looking at my eth wallet anymore and i've instructed jesse not to talk to me about it i still believe what i did before i think ethereum is going to go is going to get huge I, I i'll be honest i just don't somebody messaged me this morning by the way like have you looked at crypto the last 48 hours crazy ride my response nope i'm not getting off the train anytime soon i just find it more i get more peace of mind that i'm just not looking because i don't care that's true yep. um kevin armstrong bigger hall of fame snub Tory Holt or Rod Brendamore? You know, I couldn't tell you with Brendamore. I'm not a huge hockey guy. Tory Holt is is shocking to me. He's like top 10, maybe even higher than that in a lot of receiving statistics. But the NFL Hall of Fame has always been strangely difficult on wide receivers. So I think Holt gets in. I don't know when. Like Isaac Bruce wasn't a first ballot. uh, Terrell Owens, I don't think, got in first ballot. And he was, you could argue... He was the second best receiver of all time. You look at his numbers and the impact he had. The dude's comparable to, to Randy Moss, in my opinion. 
Like it's it's ridiculous. Didn't get in first ballot. So would induction um, for either of those create a giant boost for their cards? He also wants to know. Not Tory Holt. I mean, this year, years later, a receiver. No. Yeah. Brendamore, maybe. I mean, he's a big time star. Maybe. I'm I'm not again, we don't do NHL. I'm not useful with it. So it wouldn't hurt. And I think Brendamore is pretty highly regarded. That is funny. He didn't, I would have just, if you had asked me, is he a first ballot guy, I would have thought he got right in. That is would you say that's the case for like just about any non-QB position, say for football, where if it's years later and they get into the Hall of Fame, it's really not going to affect them too much? A lot of times, because it's like if they weren't, if they didn't get in the first year, that's the story. More than yeah. the hype of them getting in, it's the, hey, they didn't get in first year, didn't get in next year. So yeah, I don't know how much of a There's more bump. downside than upside, it sounds like. Not even downside. I just don't know that it's going to affect his market at all. Okay. Um, Fragwit Allen. I like that name. <laughs> sure. I think it's Fragwit, but Fragwit. I don't think you have any idea. <laughs> Not no offense, obviously. <laughs> That's a compliment. Well, no, I've, it felt good. Yeah. Where's uh, we've asked this before, but we'll do it again. Where's the best place to sell cards besides eBay, my slabs, Facebook? A consigner is probably one of your best places to sell I think, cards. Yeah, I don't know why. It, I honestly, and it's not just because we have multiple paid consigners. So I use five star cards, Matt Sellers on Facebook, and PC Sports Cards. I don't know why. And you can, and Matt takes raw cards as well, not just graded. Um, and we have links to both of them on the website. I don't know why anybody eBays for themselves. The fees are almost exactly the same. Over a certain amount, it is the same. And I don't have to do it. Here's the thing. I wouldn't be necessarily afraid to do it, but I agree. Like, I'm a lazy man. Why wouldn't I just send it off and to I someone else? And I just think else? big guys with, with huge amounts of feedback get more views anyways. I just think you're going to make the same money one way or the other. Um, other than that, I mean, I sell a lot on whatnot now. I'm, and plus, I'm when you do- can sign it, you can shill bid it. So that's good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Perfect. That, that's going to be quoted in the next <laughs> Apple review. Jesse um, said you guys shill bid. So I... I Two to three times a month now, I've been jumping on whatnot, live selling there. The tough thing about that is that's not really applicable for everybody. You have to build a following and you have to get approved to sell. For me, though, I do like there. Uh, I do like selling there. Um, you know, a lot of guys are moving cards on Instagram still. Blowout card forums is it literally just a wide open forum. You can post it by the sport, what you want to sell. Uh, I, the one thing I tell everybody, though, be involved in as many markets as you can and platforms because it makes it easier to sell. Starstock, I didn't even talk about them. You can list your stuff there. Is that what you were waiting to? You have a real look about you now. All right, let's go. I wanted to call you out on something, but I decided not to. Go ahead. Because that wouldn't be nice. It wouldn't be nice. No, I'm not going to. I'm not moving on until you say what you were going to say. So (laughs) You you said that you've hopped on whatnot about two or three times this month. A month. Two or three times a month. I've been on twice a month at least. I've gone a couple times without you now. You have? Yeah. On Whatnot? I've been live on Whatnot at least four or five times. I've been live on Whatnot at least twice without you. Yes. Wow. I'm okay. pretty sure. And I'm going live in the next week or two because I got a ton of stuff here before our scheduled show. So, I, oh, so okay. three times a month? No. I think our average will be twice. My average will be twice a month, including your show. Yeah. Okay. All right. I was like... I think that's I, right. I, when you said it, I was like, he doesn't go on unless I'm on. But maybe you... I, I've been I on a couple him. times without you. I know for sure. Yep. Okay. Well, I guess I didn't call you out. You win. You win this round. I actually thought you were going a different direction there, and I was a little—I was a little concerned. <laughs> Unrelated, but I was like, I don't know. Okay, Why don't you bring it up, um, Andrew Kahn? Last question. No, hey. it's not even—it's not even a good enough closing question. What's the deal with airplane peanuts? 
Is that a joke I'm not aware of? I don't know what that is. Is that like a quote from something? What do you mean? That's a Seinfeld reference. Is it really? We have to end the show right now. People are going to call Airplane you a fake. P- I don't remember that episode. What these pre- now? If he had said something about these pretzels and making them thirsty, what is the deal? Yeah, mute yourself. You can cough. <laughs> What's the what is the deal with airplane peanuts? Like the Jerry voice. You did it, buddy. Is it a show? You did. This show. It's the sign. Is the reference the team. Jerry voice saying what is the deal with, or is the peanut What's airplane the peanuts? What's the deal thing? with airplane peanut? Yeah, it's just like a. It's a well known. I tell you, we started weak. We ended weak. The sa- the meat of the sandwich in the middle was pretty good. I'm going to the dog park. Brady and Griffey have been very patient with me today. Uh, I'm out of here. So, um, can we close it out with a good plug to our sponsors? Just or- do it quickly, so I can be done. Uh, I didn't really. I wasn't going to plug anybody in particular, other than um, we don't talk about him enough. Columbia Hobby. The he does a great job. If you guys are looking for holders or just like any materials, I bought top loaders yesterday. There you go. Uh, yep. Columbia Hobby, check him out. Good ColumbiaHobby.com. Yes, yeah, Steve Tingwall is a guy who's been in the business for years. I have known for years. He has more supplies than I would, maybe anybody in the country. Legitimately, it's ridiculous. So yeah, top loaders, penny sleeves, boxes, team bags. If you need supplies, ColumbiaHobby.com. That's a good one because we don't talk about Columbia Hobby and people do ask all the time and I just ignore it and tell them to go to the website. But there you go. There's a direct plug for it. Yeah. Also, fun, not a spot, oh, not a right. plug. This isn't a plug. We're going to have uh, a new logo, not just uh, we don't get us wrong. We love the Ringer logo, but we're working on a new little logo. It'll be fun. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network. What was that look? You thought it was a secret? I don't know. I don't know what it is. Brought to you by the Ringer Podcast Network and Spotify. Make sure you listen to it, however you're doing it right now. If you haven't heard this, this is not going to help you find the show. (laughs) So I don't know why I'm supposed to end like this, but I've been told to do so. So. There you Do go. It. We'll be back Monday for sure. I'm going to see if Fine Sand will join us on Monday. That'll be the goal. So there you go. Make sure you check us out on our socials, sportscardsmedia.com. Sportscardsmedia. Sportscardsnonsense.com. We have to end. You have to go. We're done. Thank Goodbye. you. Have a good day. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. When I went on my last holiday to Cape Town, it was amazing. My friends were there, the weather was phenomenal, and most importantly, the food was fantastic. But one thing I struggled with was finding the right places to stay. You know, all I want is a great bed, a fantastic shower, and breakfast that doesn't end at 8 a.m. I'm on holiday, I'm still sleeping. I also like ease, and the Hotels.com app easily helps me to find a perfect hotel for every trip. Whether you're looking for a family-friendly getaway or a relaxing spa weekend, on the Hotels.com app, you can compare up to five hotels side-by-side. Now, why would you want to do that? So you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings. And best of all, you don't have to switch back and forth between options. See? Ease. So, start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now.